That's a cool little mug you have there. It's like a yeah. Moscow mule. Right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's it's totally like one of those mugs. Yeah. They're a good one at home though. Cause you can have like one in the evening and uh, clears out all your ailments. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you can all use right. them now. Could be your <laughs> defense mechanism. Good. Yeah. Mix you up a mule. Sometimes like the some hot tea, a little bit of honey and a little bit of whiskey in there. There's a name for yeah. that too. I really can't think this is going to be the, <laughs> Uh, that'll clear you right up though. It's pretty well. Tasty. And, uh, they call it different things, different places. Uh, it's yeah. Awesome. It, the hot toddy, right? That's what the British Brits call it. Yep. I don't that's know what, what you guys what call, we call it in the it. South. Probably what we call it. We call it a hot toddy. Thank you. We call it chigga juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We call it who needs shoes. From the great white North and the great American South. It's the Border Battle of the Bands. This is... North by South. Dear Abby, dear Abby, dear Abby, dear Abby, dear Abby, dear Abby, you won't believe this, but my stomach makes noises whenever I kiss. My girlfriend tells me it's all in my head But my stomach tells me to write you instead Hello everyone and welcome back to North by South All the way from the South It's your old pal Clay And coming to you from the North You got Rye Guy up here How's it going buddy? I'm doing all right, man. I told you half the house has COVID, but we're hanging in there. Everyone's going to be fine. Yeah. I don't have it as far as I know. So who cares? It's good. <laughs> I don't mean that. I care deeply, yeah, but you care I'm deeply. just trying to be funny you, for the listeners. You, by you caring is, uh, you know, avoiding them. Someone's got to take care of business. Yeah, exactly. And take care of the other ones. Yeah. I've been the one who's always been like on the cusp of it or thinking I have it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. We're overdue, so I guess it's because uh, your little one went back to school there. Right. The youngest child mm-hmm. went back to school a couple of weeks ago and just immediately came down with COVID. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we avoided it for a long time. I, was, I mean, my, my two sons have had it, but mm-hmm. uh, the rest of us had avoided it for uh, however long it's been. But yeah, I'm the last man standing. I think I deserve some kind of award or something <laughs> for not, not having COVID, but... I don't think one's coming. I think the award is just to uh, take care of sick people, you know, <laughs> you which is maybe it's the greatest reward of all because, you know, you're, you're taking care of your family and they know that you, you love them. needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Clay? I have a piece of advice for you today, and that is never follow blabbermouth.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's great advice. It really is. We have to play a little game. We're going to play click or no click here for you. It's been a while. Click or no click. Yeah, let's have a look and just see what the old dogs are doing. You know, the washed up metal guys and the uh, hard rock legends of Yar. I'm going to pull up Blabbermouth on my Twitter feed here (laughs) again. I'm blocking it every time. I can see it. All right, we're gonna just find some nuggets in here. Oh, okay. You see something? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna jump in already. 
I saw Five Finger Death Punch. I actually yes. recently watched a documentary. <laughs> and I, I don't know anything about metal, as you know, but I'm, yeah. I'm learning from you and uh, some of our friends out there on Twitter. We yeah. all hate them, right? Five Finger Death Punch? Yeah, they're pretty uh, They're pretty much like the bro country of okay. metal. <laughs> that makes sense because I was watching a documentary called Hired Hands or something to that effect. Oh yeah, yeah. That, Have you that, seen uh, that? Hired guns or whatever. Hired yeah. guns. Yeah. Yeah. And one one of the guys on there was uh, you're he right. Guitar with like uh, with Five yeah. Finger Death Punch, and then he played with like Mandy Moore and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's what it was. He played with Mandy yeah. Moore, and then someone else like Mandy Moore, and then he ended up in this metal band. And that seemed kind of weird to me, but I mean. So would this get a click out of here? It says here, why is Five Finger Death Punch so polarizing? Honestly, Zoltan just because Bathory weighs in. I because I don't know anything about them and I just learned a little bit, I would probably click on that. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not saying the game is over. We can keep going, but that's the I actually one. thought, well, that's kind of interesting because I learned a little about this guy and his guitar playing with uh Hannah Montana or whatever the fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get down here and see if we can find some more uh old dogs here. Disturbed shares the lyric video for the latest single. Hey, you, I, I think I'd rather watch a disturbed lyric video than look at these guys, but, um, <laughs> that's a real sure. choice. I'm not interested in either. <laughs> no, me neither. Oh, here's our old friend, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. He's, he states that he was bothered by the fact that Metallica used his music after his departure. This has like been going on since the eighties. Is this poor Get bastard? Ghost. He I don't think it's him music. as much anymore. I think it's just... You Are, know, is this just Blabbermouth being Blabbermouth? Or is this poor bastard still going around talking about Metallica? After I he, think he gets poked a lot. He gets poked yeah. in every interview. So, I mean, he it obviously distresses him to an extent, too, because uh, he gets pretty grumpy about it. But uh, he also brought it on himself in some ways. Yeah. Like, you did fine, Dave. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the tried and true tour 2022 hoobastank remember hoobastank uh unfortunately yeah <laughs> well they're uh they're and co-headlining with lit for oh, the God. tried and true tour with alien and farm oh, wow that is like that's almost got to be hipster it's so atrocious yeah Do people just go there and make fun of it <laughs> Feel there can't like be any Hoopastank fans left. I feel like calling it the Tried and True Tour, they could actually be sued for false advertising. <laughs> tried and what sued. could be less tried and true than Hoobastank lit an alien ant farm? And Christopher Rowe of the Ataris. Uh, Not even the Ataris, just one of the guys. <laughs> just got one dude from the Ataris. <laughs> That's the best part. I hope he does the Dan Henley cover. That's all I know. Boys of Summer, didn't they do that? Oh, yeah, I think so. It's kind of still festival season, so there's a lot of announcements of lineups in here. Evanescence, Bring Me to Life, tops U.S. iTunes charts after 19 years after its release. Hmm, must have been in Stranger Things or something. That seems to be what happens these days. <laughs> That's the only way to be successful in music is to get Thank your you. song on Stranger Things. <laughs> it only has one season left, so let's hurry up musicians yeah come on to be clear yeah. that was a no click <laughs> yeah these are all no clicks so far yeah 
I'm joining in on the game here. I get to veto any. Get to vote. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. This is a big story. No pun intended, but Tommy Lee says that he shared his penis photo after going on a motherfucking bender. Okay. I think that doesn't drive any clicks. I think that pretty much sums up probably the whole story. I wouldn't click because A, we've all seen your penis already, Tommy Lee. And B, we all knew you were on a motherfucking bender. <laughs> Nothing to learn here. They should have reworded that like, you won't believe why he showed his penis. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They gave too much away. <laughs> they gave way too much away. Oh, here we go. Striper postpones their tour for economic and other reasons. <laughs> I think you nailed it the first time, Striper. Economic reasons. Other reasons would be uh, lack of relevancy. Or... <laughs> they were the Christian yeah. metal, right? You just said you can't afford to do this, Striper. He's had enough of their propaganda. <laughs> Even I'm tired of this, Striper. <laughs> What's going on over here? Somebody's talking about <laughs> Tommy Lee's penis here again. Oh, sure. K- K- King's ex, uh, Doug Picnic, or Pinnick, on Tommy Lee posting penis photo up. I wish I had the balls to do that, he says. Mm. <laughs> and he looks very dejected sitting He looks in so his, sad. <laughs> the back wish- of some <laughs> tattoo parlor. <laughs> you wish you had the penis to do that. That's what you mean. I like King's X, by the way. King's X, yeah. You into that? Yeah. A little too, uh, too proggy for me. I mean, I like a little bit. Watch. <laughs> this Holy one is- shit, that's the one. It says, watch Robert Plant blow out candles for his 74th birthday. And the picture is him blowing the candles. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to see a motion of that, so... <laughs> That's I'm clicking on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm afraid that's not going to land without the image. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners can't see. That is hilarious. <laughs> Watch this old rock star blow out candles on his birthday. <laughs> and then, yeah, he's doing it. Yeah. And then he goes right into the immigrant song. Sure. <laughs> oh, here we go. Original saliva singer. Josie Scott, I guess they got a new singer, joins Poison on stage in Tulsa t- to perform nothing but a good time. Looks like your boy BM is there right sure. next to Imagine going to see Saliva without their original <laughs> singer. Like, yeah, this incarnation of Saliva, pretty good, pretty good, and not as good as the old stuff. But yeah, I'm going to show up. Josie Scott, I mean, we've actually talked about him on the show. He was oh, in that yeah. hero video, remember? That's right. So maybe that's what that's when he went solo. I don't know anything about saliva. I shouldn't say that. They all they all blend together. Well, there you go. Click or no click, did we click? I clicked on the very first one. The very first one I clicked. And uh I don't think I clicked after that. And then we just padded it out with some no click. So there you go. Cue this saliva. (laughs) Is it saliva (laughs) that does click click boom? It might be. Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. That's hilarious. Wow. Okay. Joey Scott. Yeah. My main man, Joey Scott. <laughs> right. Let me ask you a question. Yes. That's what I'm here for. Has anyone ever given you good advice that you can <laughs> recall? I can't say I've gotten any amazing advice that just sticks in my head. Yeah. Same here. No one's ever given me good advice either my entire life. That's <laughs> It's probably not exactly true. Uh, I'm sure many people have, but I am probably not the best person to receive advice. I am. Mm. 
probably stubborn. That's a big part of it. Or I think I'm smarter than I am or something like that. And sometimes I'll remember advice that maybe I was given 10 years ago. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, they were right. I probably should have listened to them. But I'm definitely more the uh, probably need to learn it myself type. Which right. I'm not proud of, but... I think that's accurate. It, it, you have to be, yeah, you have to be in the right mood to receive advice anyway. Yeah. So I find that, yeah, I'm constantly questioning the sources, um, which is a big reason why a lot of the, today when I was like looking at songs that have advice, like I'm like, oh yeah, there's a bunch that I know have like these like stories that have morals and all that stuff and spin off into some kind of advice at the end. But, uh, you know, it's not the most credible source to be going to is uh, rock stars and, 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 and really taking that advice in and using it in your life when it's from something that's kind of evergreen and kind of living there forever. I mean, the song wasn't written for your situation. You might apply a situation to it, but uh, there's probably better ways to go about. Oh, there's no doubt. I thought about like Dear Abby columns where people are actually reaching out and saying, you know, help me, uh, me advice. Those people are probably in the best place to receive it. That maybe that's we, a should have, we should have opened the hotlines for today. That would have been a smart <laughs> yeah. move. Yeah, like you said, uh, the problem with advice is when you need it the most, you're probably the least likely to listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I'm definitely not going to. There, I can't. There can't be many rock or popular songs that actually offer strong advice. And again, I'm talking about when it's clearly advice. You can you can pick up on a lesson or maybe learn something about how to live life from a song that might mean something to you, Mm. but no, it's unlikely that uh, uh, some rock dude is going to sing to you and figure out all your troubles. (laughs) I'm doing a clay's high three, not a rise high five uh, for one reason. He lost a couple of fingers and nom. (laughs) I need a name. Listeners help me out. It's been a long week. I need a name for this thing, but it's going to be Clay's High 3, and it's going to be songs that I like, all three, Yeah, but songs that offer bad advice, as we were just saying, uh, and specifically relationship advice. I think when it comes to advice songs, there there are two main types, and I'll get to the second one later with my selection for the month, but I think the first one has to be... uh, advice about love or relationships so it's been validated from both sides of the border oh nothing but People facts love here. writing about love they do we do an episode on it it's like it's a big deal to people like who are you gonna love or are you gonna be you can't hurry love you just have to wait <laughs> it's advice when you thought of the classic advice songs for me i thought about leonard skinner of course because i do a podcast about them and they've got a song called Simple Man and a couple other songs that sort of mention like daddy told me to do this or that. <laughs> uh, then there's uh, <laughs> mama said, yeah, I kept uh, coming back to like Motown kind of stuff. Motown stuff. Especially female Motown stuff. They always sing about like how they were raised and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I've got one that's kind of like that in this high three. There's a difference between like cautionary tales and advice, I think. Because there's a lot of cautionary tales that were the automatic ones I thought of, like okay. kinds of blues stuff, you know. But when yeah. you actually listen to it, it's not like they're actually giving you advice. They're just kind of saying, oh, she was cheating. 
<laughs> so I had to kill her. <laughs> yeah. Dum, ba, dum, ba, dum, ba, dum. It's like that kind of thing. Don't be like <laughs> me. An old sad sack of shit. We need to, we need to find advice ma- murder ballots. <laughs> have to be so, yeah. How not to get murdered. That would be a good yep. song. Hopefully yep. someone's done that. Yeah, that would actually work, wouldn't it? All right, so the first song, the first song that I like that is bad advice when it comes to relationships. This one's about dating. And the song is called In the Summertime by Mungo Jerry. You probably heard it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You got it right. I got it. There's one line that's always bothered me, but let's check that out. That's it. It's very quick. I mean, we can keep rocking along. I really like this song a lot. <laughs> I don't know a single thing about Mungo Jerry except for this song that I love and the fact that they included a lyric that is, if your daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If your daddy's poor, just do what you feel. So that's the dating advice from Mungo Jerry. If she's a poor girl, no matter how much you might like her or be interested in her, who gives a fuck? Don't treat her right. Just do what you feel because they don't have money. (laughs) I think that's bad advice, right? Would you agree or disagree? I would. Yes, I would agree. That is terrible advice. Yeah. So I like the song. Don't like the advice. So the next one in the exact same vein, it's called the Shoop Shoop song or it's in the kiss. I'm playing the version by Betty Everett. She's the one who made it a hit a long time ago. I think Cher did it in the 90s. Okay. And uh, you probably recognize this one too. It's a cool enough song. Her entire point is that the way to know if a man loves you is in his kiss. And what's what really amuses me is the background vocals. They just keep telling her this can't be right. <laughs> what about what about these other things? What about this? What about that? And she's she gets frustrated with them. She says, no, you're not listening to me. It's all about his kiss. So how about the way he acts? His behavior, the way he acts as a human, the way he treats me. No, not important. You're not listening to me. It's in his kiss only. That is the only thing that matters. And what about his bank account? I mean, it's a better Coming question. Back to the first. <laughs> the more practical question than uh, how does it feel when you kiss him? <laughs> but that's a, yeah, that's, this is definitely in that Motowny kind of vibe. Yeah. All those uh, reference, what those uh, milkshake diner songs. They seem to be uh, offering out advice. I don't know if it was a different time. Maybe a simpler time. But I remember about this song the most, and I tried to find a a clip on YouTube, and I couldn't, which leads me to believe I might have just made this up, or it was a dream. dream. I don't know, but it could be. I don't know about you, Rye, but as a young boy, I enjoyed the show Growing Pains very much. Oh, yeah. And there was an episode where Mike Seaver was he wasn't sure about his woman. I think they were engaged and he was having cold feet. This is in a later season. And they brought up this song as advice. 
And there was a whole thing where they played the song. So please, anyone out there, if this sounds familiar to you, let me know. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure there's a Growing Pains uh, connection here. Anyone out there with the Growing Pains box set? Yeah. <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> you know, there's a Growing Pains podcast out there. So we just <laughs> sure do, there is. do a crossover episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, for Clay's High Three, the last song that I love with bad relationship advice. This is my favorite of the three. I love this song. It's from one of my favorite albums of all time. And it contains some terrible advice. And <laughs> in fact, well, I'll just tell you who it is. It's Outcast. Okay. From the album Stanconia. Mm -hmm. The song is called We Love These Hoes. Ha 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 ha. We love these hoes. <laughs> and maybe it's not a good idea to take advice from a song called We Love These Hoes. That would be a good, probably healthy reaction to uh, the song title. And I, I think Big Boy here on the yeah. verse, he's definitely the one of the of the two compared to Andre 3000 that, uh, I don't know, maybe he chooses to live his life a little differently than me. And he's a little rougher around the edges and in fact, I cut, I'm going to play you a clip, but I cut out the part, the uh, a couple lines that precede this because they also contain advice, but but it makes me blush. Oh, okay. Hear it on this podcast that my kids might listen to one day. <laughs> uh, they're going through your old stuff. <laughs> yeah, I just I just couldn't do it. Is my advice? Don't look in the hard drive <laughs> there's podcasts on there that i'm not too proud of but some of you will know this know the song and know what i'm talking about and if if you don't you should listen to this song, entire song because it's fucking great it's a great song yeah. but uh here's the bad advice I told y'all niggas by goddamn taking them hoes to the cheesecake factory, letting them hoes order strawberry lemonade and popcorn shrimp. They ain't gonna do nothing but try to get all your motherfucking cheese. Yeah. No reach to the fake eyes, to the fake nails, down to the toes. Ha 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 ha, we love these hoes. Ha 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 ha, we love these hoes. He doesn't sound too sincere about that. <laughs> The advice here is don't take these hoes to the cheesecake factory because all they're going to do is try to spend all your motherfucking cheese. And I'm going to offer a contrary <laughs> opinion, which is if you care about a young lady and you're trying to make a connection, don't worry so much about the cheese, right? Take her out to a nice dinner. Maybe even go somewhere better than cheesecake factory. I don't know. That's up to you guys. <laughs> I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life like big boy is here. Yeah, the Olive Garden has endless breadsticks. <laughs> Play your cards, right? Yeah. <laughs> Save up your cheese and, and have a nice time and uh, treat the ladies right. Mungo Jerry could learn a lesson, too. Um, uh, yeah, I think all these guys are connected from each other. <laughs> they need to have a uh, a little session. I think they should. Yeah, Get on the same page. Treat your women well. Take them out to a nice dinner and... Uh, they're poor or they're rich or their daddy's poor or rich take them to the cheesecake factory let them have at it i say and ladies don't get deceived by the smooches there's more there's more to life than smooches exactly right <laughs> there's more it's not all in the kiss i think we've all learned a lot right i've already learned more than most of my life here <laughs> 
these are some lessons I would have been better if I knew them earlier. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good stuff. Okay, so Rye, what I decided to pick for my song of the month was uh, a song by a band called the Good Luck Thrift Store Outfit. They have two primary singer-songwriters, and one of them is named Willie T. Taylor, who okay, I know cool. you're familiar with because yeah. I talk about him all the time because yeah. he's my favorite songwriter that no one knows about. Um, he's not my favorite songwriter, but he's my favorite one that is just, you know, not really on the radar. And I think more people need to know he later went solo and he still does some shows occasionally with his old band, but mm -hmm. the band was cool. And I, of course, especially like the songs that he wrote and that he sings. I mentioned before, you know, I think there are two basic types of advice songs and I covered the relationship love advice songs mm. the other one has to be a song where your mama or your daddy tells you what to do right yeah, yeah. who's better suited to give you advice than your your mom or your dad <laughs> so this is a song where uh it's willie someone, someone with some stake in you you know <laughs> right someone gives a someone shit gives a fuck yeah and hopefully they have a they have hopefully. some idea what they're talking about. Sometimes they don't, yeah. but they at least have the right to try to give you advice. That's what this song is. It's Willie T. Taylor singing and giving advice to uh, his son or his imagined son. This is called "Goodbye, My Son" by the Good Luck Thrift Store Outfit. Mama quota, which is good. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, some parental advice. That's what parental we're doing, advice. Right? Thank you. That's how an adult would say it. Appreciate, <laughs> appreciate that assist. And you know, Willie T. Taylor, a lot of his songs are very different from this. It's more acoustic. There's a solo acoustic album of his that I love. A lot of them are are very sad songs. And this one, this is fun to me. It's got a this band is fun to me. Any country music instrument you like, they've got it covered. Yeah, it's a definite jamboree going on here. You got exactly right. It's got lots of different strings. A funny thing about the the band is that's well, not funny. It's probably not interesting either. But <laughs> about a year ago, I was listening for two weeks to nothing but this band and a band called Granddaddy, which is kind of an indie rock from the '90s that kind of had a Radiohead meets Weezer, some more poppy hook rock band. Okay, and. Couldn't the two bands couldn't be any more different? And right. I just randomly found out after two weeks of listening, and I, you know, like I do, I started to research the bands further, mm -hmm. and it's the same drummer in both bands, which is insane. Okay. But anyway, it's a cool backup band. 
But this song is is obviously a, a dad giving advice to his son, telling him uh, things aren't working out here. Things aren't going so great. It's time for you to get out of this town and make a fresh start and hopefully better yourself. Yeah, he sounds like a cool dad, too, from what I was picking up. I, yeah. In a sense, like I, I kind of relate to the dynamic that he's talking to with the pops telling you to get your ass in gear while mama's crying or whatever. Pay no mind yeah. to her. Like, uh, <laughs> I got a I got a nut saved up here that I was gonna buy a boat with. But if you actually do something with it, I can it give is. you a head start, kind of thing. I don't know. That's the vibe I'm getting. It's uh, that's exactly what it is, and yeah. it makes me think about the fact that, and you're a, you're a dad as well. I am. I have older children. And one who's much older, that the whole idea basically of parenthood or the whole purpose of being a, a dad or a mom is to make your job no longer necessary, <laughs> to make <laughs> yourself obsolete, right? Yeah. Because there, there needs to come a time where this human being you've raised can now take care of themselves, doesn't need you anymore. Hopefully they love you and they still want to hang out. <laughs> you got to make them self-reliant. And that's what this song is about. And sometimes that can be hard to do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's very hard to get them to that point, but also harder even sometimes to let them go. And yeah. that's the whole point of this song to me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I feel it. All right, let's get back into it. conversation on the side. I like it. Talking to his cat. <laughs> Kill me a mittens. Yeah, don't fight me on this boy. You got yourself strong head. But listen to my words, your blood. Listen to what I said. We're home long as being. Don't you worry about that none. I see you come Christmas now. that that high register yeah <laughs> at the end of the chorus very cool and he's he knows it's a fun country jamboree song or whatever it is however you described it which was good yeah accurate. that's a that's a let loose and tip back and start picking the guitar kind of yeah scream <laughs> yelp if i've ever heard one there's a lot of the, the hoops and the hollers the hoops and hollers, right? <laughs> let's get it you know well, what did he say there too? That line was really good. He said something like about getting your, uh, get your, your, your Gibson and your Rawlings glove. 
Your old Rollins glove. Yeah, he's a big yeah. baseball fan, actually. Okay, uh, cool. I picked up that because it, it just seemed like a nice sentiment coming from like a, a dad to a son saying like, chase your dreams. He's a cool dad. He's not telling them to become some fucking accountant or something. Soul right. I'm saying, you know. Yeah, like, he's saying go out there, have fun, there and do play it. your guitar, yeah. play some baseball, meet some pretty women and send yeah. me postcards showing me how much fun you're having. Yeah. That's the yeah. way it should be. Yeah, just a little more color. One of his solo albums is called Knuckleball Prime because, again, he's a big baseball guy. Okay, yeah. cool. I can There's a song that. called Knuckle. I'm actually a big baseball guy for a Canadian, that, which is probably, you know, being up north here, that's not what you'd associate with. But that's kind of my sport as far as what I like watching and stuff. Oh, ah, cool. I appreciate for me, it's, some ball. For me, it's definitely football. And then basketball. Baseball's a little too boring for me. I go baseball, basketball, hockey. Basketball and hockey are about the same. I bet I don't like football. So maybe, yeah, there we go. Well, together, we've got it all covered. We should start a sports podcast. That would be horrible. But this the song Knuckleball Prime by Willie T. Taylor on his solo album of the same name is, is pretty brilliant because the idea is that your knuckleball prime is when you're, you're getting older as a baseball player. You can still throw the knuckleball, but... Right. It's the rest of it. Your arms kind of losing the fastball or the curveball. And, and the idea of the album was, because I think he was an older guy in his thirties when that album came out. And, uh, you know, he's hoping that that he's moving into his knuckleball prime where as an older man, he can maybe still throw the right pitch and, and be in a, a spot to, uh, reach his goals finally. Right. Cool. Good sports analogy always works. Doesn't it? Sports talk. Let's never talk about sports again. I don't think yeah, that's it. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're done with sports. Let's get back to the to music. I feel like talking to. The instruments, the solos, it's always a good idea. Like whenever you do a song, I'll be like, yeah, that's it. Play that song. <laughs> that is good by my son, by a good luck thrift store outfit. That's good advice from a dad. After telling him to hit the road and go do what you need to do, have some fun with your guitar and your baseball glove. But he also reminds him, Home will always be there. Come back at Christmas. Don't you worry about that, none. Yeah, I'll see you around Christmas. So goodbye, my son. Nice. I have to say too, I like his voice. It's uh, it's obviously very. Uh, this is very country, but like more in that kind of mountain music style. It's got a bit of like a menacing quality to it. Whenever I hear that kind of hillbilly thing, I guess I associate it with a menacing kind of person. But I like uh-huh. that with male country. I like it to be a little gritty like that and uh, you know sounds like he can stir some shit himself but he's given this like uh kind of wholesome advice too so i don't know he seems like he seems like good kin i think he's a good good dude i love his voice like i said i love when he hits that higher register which almost sounds like a different person there's only a handful of songs where he does that and there's one song where he does that for the entire song uh but he's great i remember I've been into him for a while and if I don't know, five or six years back, I Googled his name and there was almost nothing there about him except for an article that was like in the local newspaper about how uh, Willie T. Taylor, who is a broke musician and he, he found 
but he found like a bag of money somewhere and <laughs> tracked down the uh, the owner somehow and returned the money. And so all it was was this wholesome article about a good deed by a local man. Did right. not mention once that he was a, a singer or a songwriter. That, that was that had nothing to do with it. And I thought, man, this is my guy. I like him. Yeah. Well, I'll take advice from him. Yeah, for sure. Dig it. Cool. And yeah, the stuff you showed me or the stuff that I've gone to by you giving me the name was all his solo stuff. I didn't know his band here, but this is definitely my wheelhouse with that bluegrass kind of vibe. I like it. Um, Is he he a guitar player as well, obviously? Or He, he is. He is. Um, mandolin or something. Not his main. He plays a four string guitar a lot of the time. Oh, okay. One of his solo albums is, is just him and a four string. And the name of the album, wait for it, Rye. It's four strings. Four strings. <laughs> uh, and so, and it sounds kind of like a mandolin, but um, yeah. That's... Are you into uh, C6 Steve at all? Are you listening to his stuff? No, I don't know what that is. No? you never heard mm. him? Okay. You should what definitely check him. C6 Steve? C6 Steve, yeah. He was, uh, he was pretty, I saw him on Austin City Limits one night. and uh, It was really cool, like. But he plays like those like stupid like two string guitar and like he, every one of his songs starts with him just talking about like what he's like. Well, for this one, I'm gonna play this cigar box guitar that doesn't stay in tune and it's made out of a two by four. The song's called yeah. Shitty Guitar, and then he plays a song like, about the guitar. Like he's very much like that. Yeah, the song is called "Making Music as Hard as Possible to Play." Yeah. Grabbing some shit around me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's you cool should check out C6 Steve. He's kind of in this vibe, um, like an old dog. Uh, this, uh, although Willie T. Taylor doesn't seem like he's super old, um, C6 Steve is old as fuck. So oh, yeah. <laughs> prepare yourself if you watch the video. <laughs> no, I think he's uh, in his 30s, maybe heading towards 40. He's from California, which might surprise some people, but he's uh, from a, a place in California that's known for ranching and horses and all that shit. So even out there in California, he grew up in a, a bona fide country way, I guess. Yeah. I think those, he lives in Michigan desert now. dogs are their own breed too. Yeah. It's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. And you a can, lot of cool country music has come from California. A lot of cool, cool music in general has come from there for sure. I love the oh, desert yeah. scenes and the, the weird fucking uh, heavy stuff that comes out of there too. Yeah. Good fatherly advice, parental advisory sticker in a different way yeah. this, this contains parental advisory <laughs> parental advisory you're gonna get some parental advice <laughs> listen up you deadbeat dads this is how you do it <laughs> so for my pick uh actually I, so i had another one in mind at first when i thought of this like as far as like a song that maybe i did take a little bit of advice from it or at least the chorus just sticks and it's kind of advice driven, but the rest of the song is kind of coded and weird. Um, so it's not really an advice song, uh, but it's an artist that I've kind of over talked. <laughs> it's Neil Young. There's a Neil Young song that I, I was it. definitely going to go with, but I'm not going to make that my pick, but I did want to kind of play this one. You probably know it. The song's called Don't Let It Bring You Down uh, off of After the Gold Rush. I thought I'd just play a little bit of the Massey Hall performance of that, which has always been something that's like stuck in my head. And uh, the chorus is just a pure advice driven. Obviously, don't let it bring you down. 
but uh it's neil so the story and the the verses and stuff is uh is really cool live from massey hall this is 1971 probably one of his best performances here's some advice always tune your guitar before you start your set it's <laughs> good advice one that's always just kind of worked for me I, it's very literal with the the chorus of course that don't let it bring you down but i love like the the visuals the, i picture like a city of homeless people and it talks about the man dying in the gutter and then the idea of find someone who's turning so find somebody who's doing something different to i don't know there's something just great and poetic about it and all the visuals are amazing in this song uh and just beautiful voice beautiful guitar so yeah, it's always absolutely. worked for me as like a palate cleanser for if I'm having a bad day. <laughs> I love that song. It's great. And that's a great performance of it. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. chills. And I know his voice can be a sticking point for so many people. But for me, I don't understand how you would not like the way he sings. No. I think it's, I think it's just perfect for his music. Um, and didn't Neil Young give maybe the most famous advice in the history of rock music, which is it's better to burn out than fade away. <laughs> I think Kurt Cobain even put that in his uh, suicide, suicide yeah. note. That's right? correct. Yep. That I don't think like... that's good advice, but I, I mean, but we all can kind of relate to it a little bit. It's probably, probably bad advice, but. <laughs> the one that I actually picked for this uh, month though, it's kind of a tongue in cheek advice kind of song. And I'm hoping I'm going to score a little bit of an indie cred with you here, <laughs> but this is indie in the sense that I view indie. So maybe we can have that conversation again. Like what, what is indie music? But this is like a typical, not typical, but this is what I consider like a Pacific Northwest indie style of my era of when I'm like taking in music, which is pretty much the same as yours. Like maybe a, we got like a five year difference. So that's a big thing in music, you know? Yeah, it uh, is. You're going to notice like age gaps a little bit more. So this song here, I discovered these guys in a very kind of organic way. I actually bought their CD at a gig where they were opening for another band that I was seeing, like a big psych rock band called uh, Black Mountain. So, I mean, I I was still in my 20s and stuff. This was like early 2000, uh, 2006 or something like that. Uh, but I was at the... Uh, the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver, which is another great venue. I'm just checking off all my Canadian venues today. But uh, I picked up these guys, their CD, after the, seeing them open. Um, band's called Lady Hawk. 
And um, honestly, I can't really find too much about them uh, when I kind of searched into their stuff because I actually just like, you know, bought Steve. I don't think they got very big. Seems like they, you know, were big enough that they were on like a pretty cool label and stuff. They were on the same labels as Black Mountain. They're pretty big in the psych kind of doom world. Um, but it's very blatantly on theme. I remember this song. I just remember the title of the song and the song stuck in my head, but uh, yeah. So you can't say that this doesn't fit the theme, but I'll let you decide if it's good advice or bad advice. Certainly advice. The song is called advice. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Don't take it personal when they forget about you. You're just a drop in a bucket More me for the stew To be chewed up and swallowed Or spat back out Just cause it's cruel It doesn't mean it's not true So take my advice, my friend, listen to me, don't work for nothing, no, don't work for free, God's up Yeah, I love yeah, the big stops that are just linger a little too long. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, they're, they're to longer play. than you expect. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one to play for you on here because it's like, is he going to tell me something? Like, Did I lose connection? <laughs> yeah. You hit pause? What's happening? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can hear it so far. It's very stripped down, very basic uh, indie vibe. I would give this indie just because I, I know they're independent because I literally bought the CD from the singer. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> Very self-produced, small label. I guess it's like the kids that would have grown up on grunge. So it's got like that kind of stonery kind of vibe. Seeped legit. Like I love the the way they were playing was very, it was cool. And they're opening for like a really kind of psychedelic kind of rock band too, that with a big, bigger sound. Um, so I just thought it was kind of cool. It just seemed like there was some, like, these uh, local stoner guys like me were up there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was cool. It definitely sounds like indie rock to me and yeah. I'm not smart enough. And I don't know enough about music to describe what that is. I mean, we all know it started with uh, the idea of you're on an independent label, indie mm-hmm. being short for independent, but I mean, there's every genre of music now that's released on independent labels. So yeah, you're right. Cause <laughs> yeah, everybody's indie now. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a label that's gone away almost, um, and kind of exists in that early two thousands. Was sound was kind of like almost an indie sound. So, I mean, it's not as like bombastic as Arcade Fire, like <laughs> who also could be considered indie, but the indie rock production that goes into their stuff, like they're considered an indie sound, I guess. But that's right. At times, like so, it's a hard label for me to 
I just was hoping I'd get some kind of cred just because I have this little rough band I found. <laughs> I think you're, you're getting all the cred if I'm the one giving it out at least. <laughs> and the advice here, like I said, is very tongue in cheek. The guy's talking about, you know, it, it sounds like bad advice you'd be getting from some drunk at a bar kind of thing. Um, and it gets more and more just nihilistic and there's no redeeming message to any of the advice that's being given. And I think that's <laughs> obviously intentional. Um, sure. Uh, let's continue on here. You'll, the band lightens up a bit as far as like, there's more instrumentation here, but it's, it's a pretty sparse track. Uh, I still dig it though. Yeah, soon you'll be 50. Your good looks are fading fast, so fuck who you will, and take my advice, my friend, listen to me, don't work for nothing, no, don't work for free, God's up that is advice the song advice by the band lady hawk from the album lady hawk 2006 what'd you think about that one clay i like the song and i love that you actually found a song with one word that is the theme of our episode this month i think that's a first that's very well done i think that's a first i think you yeah. win that's why I picked two songs though. This way. Well, between the two of those, I can get the credit with the people who actually want me to take this thing seriously. And then this one is just, uh, it's, it's on the nose for those people who are very liberal to the theme. It's on the nose, but in the best way. And it's a cool song. So it, it is a cool song. They're a cool little band for sure. Like I said, I saw them open for another band. Wasn't there to see them, but uh, dug them enough to pick up the album. The album cover was really cool too. And nice. naked chick on it, so I bought it. Who didn't love that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the naked chick's dad. That's the answer. <laughs> That's even like, yeah. Everyone else loves it. 
Exactly. I think we've, we've learned a lot about life and uh, how not to act in relationships, how to be a dad, how to be a son, what not to do. I think with your song, maybe yeah, that's more of a, uh, yeah. A cautionary tale. <laughs> cautionary tale. Yeah. But what about next month, next episode, right? What should we learn about or get into the next go round? Well, let's ask everybody's father, Bruce Springsteen, see what he has in store for us. Boss. Oh, one, two, three, four. Babies, before we're done here, y'all be wearing gold plated diapers. I put my pants on just like the rest of you, one leg at a time. Except once my pants are on, I make gold records. Mr. Record Man. There's the theme right there. Production, best producer. <laughs> Something behind the scenes. Someone behind the scenes is what I was thinking. Like a producer. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Instead of like thinking that. about the... Uh, the people out front there think about the people who create these gems that we, we discuss every month i have a song that immediately pops to mind this is a fun one yeah I like that you slipped some ugly kid joe the first <laughs> cd i ever bought in my oh, whole yeah. life was an ugly kid joe nice album yeah i think we've discussed really that like before the, yeah yeah total nostalgia for it i know we have Rye. i'm just trying to entertain the goddamn <laughs> listeners if you know allow me i only have like 10 stories <laughs> we get that yeah i know clay yeah i know we, they don't know <laughs> cool yeah we're big Best. ugly kid fans but yeah we'll do do one about some behind the scenes shit some production shit i like it yeah. cool, man. cool that'll be fun got anything cool. else uh for the rest of the night <laughs> it's never not fun rye i had a good time thanks for doing this with me for those of you that listen, thank you. And uh, give us a five-star review over there on Apple Podcasts. We could use the help. Absolutely. And give us some themes. Give yeah. us some interaction, guys. I know oh. we're not very active on our uh, socials, but, you know, once a month, you check in with us. You check in with the socials. You give us a review. Come yeah. on. We got something going here, people. We got something going. It's fun. It's low pressure, uh, low energy. I think we all need that in our lives. <laughs> all right. All right, man. Good talking to you. Peace. See you later.